Hello everyone, I'm Sheriff Gregory Tony, and welcome back to Shop Talk with the Sheriff. Today I have another veteran deputy, long-term captain who's been here for quite some time, Captain Audrey Jones, who works very diligently over in Department of Community Services. Many of you have seen her face, many of you have seen her running a multitude of different uh, distribution sites across this entire county. She's really one of the key members of our agency, specifically when we're talking about community service. With 20, 28 plus years of service now in law enforcement, it's a great opportunity for us to have her on today, introduce herself to the community, and talk a little bit about some of the things that you've been able to accomplish since you've been in the Department of Community Services and the big challenges you've had this year. You've had quite a few. Yes. So, Captain? Well, hello, everyone. Um, again, I'm Captain Audrey Jones. Um, I've been with the Broward Sheriff's Office for approximately eight years, come February. Um, I currently am the captain over special events and logistics. Um, I oversee the security at the public safety building. I oversee Crime Stoppers, Honor Guard, and the hiring of CSAs. Um, I've worked for the Florida Atlantic University Police Department. There I ran the Detective Bureau. Um, I coordinated or um, prepared an internal affairs unit um, oversaw evidence custodian, and I did security for the stadium. I also did special events as well there. Um, the one thing I did do at FAU was I created a background process, which uh, allowed the department to select high-performing applicants that met the agency's needs. So that was something great for me to do that and to also um, instruct um, officers on how to become sure. detectives. So they had officers, but in order to be de become a detective, they required additional training. So I kind of trained them on how to become a detective and how to investigate various crimes um, on campus. Giving them some of the tools of the trade, interview and interrogation techniques, right. things that you probably learned uh, during your time at FDLE, because you were at FDLE. Definitely, I was at FDLE for um, 12 years. Um, there, obviously, we do, you do provide um, protective services for the government, for the governor, um, also for other dignitaries. Um, I investigated organized crimes. I held up a fugitive task force on the southwest section. I did drug trafficking um, organizations, dismantling um, crimes against children. That now that was one area of crime that I did not like very much because it became very sensitive. Sure. Um, I can understand that. I've always said myself that would probably, through my law enforcement career, it was one of those units I specifically stayed away from. Uh, it was never on my career track just because the emotional connectivity to the kids and the families. And so I, I understand where you're going with that. So you come in, you know, you've been with BSO for quite some time. You have a remarkable service record in terms of law enforcement and service to the community and to this state. Uh, we met early on, and I remember coming in and sitting down with you and giving you an idea of some of the big things I wanted to do for community initiatives and programs. And then we got hit with a lot of new variables, uh, variables like COVID-19. And it has been a predominant issue here in the county, a predominant issue here in the state and, of course, in the country. But you have stepped up to the plate. Talk a little bit about some of the things that your unit does in special events and how you've been able to take your personnel to help the community through COVID-19. Well, through COVID-19, obviously, we've had to, you know, do things differently. Um, 
on the onset of the Broward, I mean, Broward County or South Florida shutting down, mm -hmm. we then became um, partners with Feeding South Florida. Having doing, having partnering with Feeding South Florida, um, they were um, having food distributions in various sites, and the sites never did um, what we consider a site visit. Okay. A site visit, for those that don't know, it's actually when you go and you identify the functioning areas, you determine the workforce, you ensure that traffic flows, and then you just, certain practices you put in place, ingress, egress, um, and then it's the safety for the civilians that are there or the community that's gonna visit that specific site. And if something should arise, danger, you have a route to get out or making sure that as many people as possible are safe you know, from harm and danger. So they weren't doing that. You know, a lot of people don't realize the, uh, the logistics, and I'm glad you broke that down, about all the planning, the pre-planning, the security concerns, the traffic concerns, the healthcare concerns, uh, because people have medical issues as they're out coming to your sites. And I'm glad you explained to the community importance behind that security assessment, because we've had hundreds, hundreds tens of thousands of people go through these sites and it has gone seamlessly and they had no idea because of the work you were doing. So um, now we're, we've partnered with Feeding South Florida um, and we are able to serve residents of Broward County, but we don't discriminate if you come across the <laughs> county line, whether you're coming from right. Bay County or Palm Beach. I don't know that because I'm not looking at your license, whatever. It's the fact that you're there to receive. We're not doing county checks. No, we're not doing that. <laughs> Is there if you're there to receive food? Um, and obviously, it's been known that everyone has felt the impact of of the pandemic, and so the need for food assistance obviously has increased, and it's very apparent mm -hmm. if you're out in community. Um, thus far, um, Broward County. BSO, we have assisted from March until now, we have assisted with disseminating, it's over 4 million pounds of food. It's 4 million, four million pounds of food over. partnered up. So the, I remember when we first got the call and you were working with Paco Velez over at Feeding South Florida, for those who don't know, he's the president, and his need for your team, your personnel. So from a span of March, roughly nine months, we'll call it, We've been able to help issue out four million pounds of food across this entire county. Correct. That is an enormous um, accomplishment. You should be very proud of that. Uh, it goes, uh, it's not lost on me as the sheriff of the agency, but the community should recognize that for that volume of food to go out, how many operations did you have to do? I'm sure you stopped tracking some I of the, stopped the, tracking. the numbers got off the chart. I stopped tracking. I just know um, what week is it, okay? I know I have three coming up. Just the, this week alone, I have three additional sure. ones. Um, so it's, it's, it's according to the week it is. I know on early on, we were doing them six days a week. And it just became unbearable because your body starts to wear down. Oh, you're human, right? And so... Fatigue, and I remember going out there with yes, you, the heat, it, dehydration, correct. lifting all the different boxes of food. Yeah, it beats, it beats up everyone out there, so... So then we had to... I had to 
you know, develop a plan with these various cities in order to um, let's let's do biweekly or let's skip this or let's do this. And most of the cities were very, very cooperative um, with, you know, what I was asking for them. What to type do. of feedback were you getting from the community, you know, as they're coming up? Uh, I've had my own personal experiences as I helped out in some of these operations, but you're out at all of them. And you know what are what, what are you hearing? What are the community saying? They are very very grateful and thankful that we are there. Um, they become a little more at ease when they see BSO, and they you know now it's a it's a routine now. So they see us, and it's you know sometimes they'll write a little note and put it in the window and say thank you with hearts on it. Or they will just let the window down if, you know, we're far away. And they'll express their gratitude um, for us being there, for us even taking part in such an event as um, feeding or distributing food. Because most people don't think of that. Most people think of That's law right. enforcement as just being that law enforcement part, saying we're out catching bad guys and we're doing that. That's right. But... Law enforcement also brings um, forth a humanistic part. Absolutely. And if you're in a community, you will be able to see that because you have to take roles on either or. Sometimes you're going to have to be that enforcer, but most times you're just going to have to and be I've, human. And I've talked about this uh, numerous times with like our young cadets. I said, look, so, so much of what we do is driven by two words, protect and serve. The service side is all the other stuff that you don't see in the movies, you don't see in a Hollywood film, and you're most certainly not going to see in a paper uh, giving us praise about all this extra work, but it's phenomenal. You know, you gave a shout-out kind of indirectly to Feeding South Florida, but I recall seeing you work with a ton of different groups that were helping out, giving out food. Anybody else out there that stood out or at least some that uh, we can talk about here? Um, we helped Farm Share early on, and then... There was another group. I can't. I don't recall them. There's a, the, more on the on the faith uh, based side of it. I know a lot of churches had uh, got out there and start. Uh, and, and kudos to them for taking care of their congregation. Yeah, their there were a lot of churches um, mm -hmm. that were hosting um, various foods um, distribution sites. Um, one of the churches I do know, and I want to pay homage and kudos to, is um, New Hope Brazilian Church. They, yes. from March until August, they were in the trenches with me at whatever food site I needed them to be at, they were there um, to help. They volunteered. They served. Um, it was just amazing. Um, and obviously, after from March to August, it, it takes a toll. And some of them went back to work sure. and different things like that. Um, Do you anticipate we'll be continuing to provide this level of service uh, throughout the 2021 years we're coming into it? I'm, I see it going as far as this, definitely the spring, and we will have to reassess, but I don't see it letting up um, prior to spring. Well, look, we'll continue to be in that fight. So for definitely. the community out there who's hoping that uh, we'll extend this practice, you most certainly will have it. Uh, in addition to some of the things you have done with the food distribution. Tell us a little bit more about some of the special events that you typically do that the community don't hear about. Um, what we do, if it was a normal time, we would do, um, we work with Memorial Regional Hospital, which is a tour of the Broward. 
It's a phenomenal um, event. Um, they have bicyclists um, across the county. I think it's like a 20 or 25 mile ride or something. Um, and then they meet up at, region, at, at Miramar Regional Park. Um, all the donations is for Joe DiMaggio Hospital. That is a phenomenal um, event that we hope that we take part of normally. Um, we also do during the holidays, we have done um, turkey distributions. And this year, we did it just a little different. Although we were able to provide turkeys to religious organizations, um, and, you know, just turkeys themselves. But this year I took off 605 turkeys from the top in order to prepare for um, baskets. Because of me being out with Feeding South Florida and seeing the need, I had the districts to identify families that really, really needed a helping Perfect. hand. Um, and they received a turkey plus all the fixing. And it was based upon their family size. So if you had a family of 12, which we had plenty, plus we got two turkeys, <laughs> <laughs> but you had enough fixings in order to prepare for everyone to be able Look, to that, eat. That, that speaks to what we constantly are trying to establish with community-oriented policing. I know that term is tossed around constantly in the country, but this is how we get engaged with the community. The only way we would have known about these families who are suffering and really gonna be impacted during Thanksgiving and even probably even Christmas is by your personnel and all of our deputies getting out of their vehicles, getting engaged with the community and understanding how can we help enhance the quality of life for people in this county. We all live here, we're all fighting the same fight, everybody wants the same you know, standards of fairness, justice, opportunities, things of that nature. So look, hats off to you, you have done a phenomenal job uh, over the last two years in which I've been here as the commanding officer, and I'm not going to be surprised to see you continue to succeed. Uh, any remaining, just so that we can get some content out to the community, uh, as far as the remaining food distributions this year, any dates organized on those yet, or, or can we anticipate anything? Most definitely. We have one tomorrow, Wednesday. That was quick. Okay. Yeah, we have one tomorrow, Wednesday. Um, it's at Christian Life Center. The address is 2699 West Commercial Boulevard, 2699 West Commercial Boulevard, and serving starts at 9 a.m. Um, until um, we run out of food or there's just an abundance of cars that are stacked up. <laughs> until you get through all the cars or all the food. Yeah. Whatever comes one of the, first. Yeah, okay. one or the other. So that's Wednesday we have one. Um, that's Fort Lauderdale. Thursday, December the 17th, we have one at Pompano City Center. The address is 1955 North Federal Highway. That's in Pompano. 1955 North Federal Highway, Pompano Beach. Friday, December the 18th, we have another one. It's at Quiet Waters Park, which is 401 Paraline Road. And then Monday, December the 21st, that's our last feeding for this year. Okay. And that will be in Tamarack at Community Christian Church. And the address is 10001 West Commercial Boulevard. Well, listen, Captain, thank you so much for all that you do for the agency, for the community. Go on the extra mile. Uh, I can't again to the community. If you go out to these sites, this captain is drenched in sweat. 
She is leading from the front. She is getting the job done. She is not sitting in the car with AC. She's lifting boxes, doing everything that she can to support this drive. And, and again, I thank you for all that you've done. For the community, look, thank you for joining us both. Um, thank you for joining me on Shop Talk with the Sheriff. Remember, you can follow me on Instagram at PSO Sheriff Tony. It is me. It's not a stunt double. Also, subscribe to podcasts so that you can get the alerts for every new episode. As always, stay safe, be humble, and love someone a little bit more than you love yourself. I'm Sheriff Tony signing off.